0: welcome to the institute's leading edge a show dedicated to helping the automotive aftermarket service industry covering topics suggested by you the listener we dive into what's important getting you what you need to succeed hello everyone and welcome to the institute's leading edge this is episode 73 and today we are talking about dvi's if you enjoy this discussion or you learn something new consider giving us a like and share so that others can join in on the conversation down in the comment section below. Today, we have BJ Lee from the Institute and Mission Auto Care in Oceanside, California, Glenn Martinez from Foreign Car Specialists in New York, and Tom Lambert from Tree Automotive and A.B. Hadley here in Utah. So we're watching the comments. So make sure to ask any questions you might have and share any insight that you can spare. With that, we'll get right into it. So first off, I want to go around the room and ask each of you, what made you start using digital vehicle inspections in your shop? And let's kick it off with Tom.
1: Oh, what made me start? Um, I've always been one that likes to stay a little bit of ahead of everybody and do something different. So I originally started doing them pretty early in the game, uh, just because customers aren't expecting it, you know. So you're trying to always create that wow factor. So honestly, that was the that was the main reason for me starting it. Is I just kind of wanted to get one more thing going in my shop that separated me from the dozens of others that are around. What about you, BJ? I'll
2: tell you what, digital inspections, I just think it's the best thing. Um, I can remember going back for digital inspections where came out and I would take pictures with my phone and sex, send pictures to the customer that way. It's just amazing because when you take a, a picture of something, say an oil leak at a rear main or something, when you take that picture, it just defines it really well. Um, And it just solidifies that when you're calling the customer that, you know, yes, this is definitely bad. and needs to be fixed. So um, as soon as I got my shop and I was able to get some things um, kind of dialed in and worked out, I knew that that was the the direction I wanted to go. And a lot of for the same reasons Tom uh, wanted to do it. But it just um, it just helps solidify and and confirm, um, you know, the sale to the customer. You know, when they see that video or that picture, you know, and you put the notations in there that just like, wow, they, it just floors them. They love it.
0: Instead of having to imagine what it, you know, it might look like you can show them, hey, it's actually broken or corroded or here's right. the issue. Right. And they well, can visit to a customer
2: and you're saying, hey, it needs this and he's that, and, you know, and you're trying to explain. Uh, Let's say a broken shock or something. Oh, you know they're thinking, well, it didn't seem to drive that bad. It's really not that bad, right? Or whatever. But you send a picture and the shock's hanging there. You know, it's like, wow, that needs to be fixed, right? So yeah. it definitely is cool. I, th- I
3: think we, as service advisors, we often confuse our customers with our language, mm-hmm. talking about stuff that we know about, like, oh, it's a tie rod end. Everybody knows what a tie rod end is, but <laughs> right. our customers don't really know. And when we could send that picture. It, it helps to really clarify things for them. And it, and it keeps us from confusing them.
2: So, Glenn, I, I know.
3: Ad- oh, sorry. I'm sorry.
2: I think in adding to that, too, as well, like you get a service advisor, we always say you don't have to be a, a technician to be a service advisor, right? So that helps take that information from that technician with pictures and verbiage and stuff uh, and, and just makes it that much easier for the service advisor, especially if they don't have a lot of technical knowledge. You know,
0: yeah. So Glenn, I know you're not the owner, you're a service writer, but I wanted to ask you the same question. So what, you know, what made you guys, uh, in your perspective, install and use and implement DVIs?
4: Sure. Yeah. So when I first got to foreign car Specialist, I not as a customer, but as a technician got that wow factor because it was something that I've never seen in a shop before that we do these vehicle inspections. And from a technician's point of view, I was like, wow, like this is, this is like really much in depth and, you know, it was a good value for the customer to see like, Hey, you're not only here for a service, but this is some other recommendations that we're going to recommend for your vehicle. For a background, uh, foreign car started using the DVIs through networking back in 2017. And um, you know, it's, it really is that wow factor. And, uh, and, you know, I was talking about this with other people. It's just, Customers don't know what they're looking at. Sometimes it's like Cecil was saying, um, you know, you put a story behind the picture and, um, you know, it's seeing is believing in a picture is worth a thousand words. And when they can see that, you know, it really instills that that trust and uh, not only for the, um, you know, it doesn't just benefit the customer, but it benefits the shop as well.
0: Nice. The uh, I, I just want to. Have you guys kind of list off who? What software are you using? I'd like to provide links in the comments down below, as well for those of you listening if you want to check it out and you haven't implemented a DVI yet. But uh, Glenn, what what software are you guys using for your DVI?
4: We are using TechMetric.
0: TechMetric, BJ. Bolton. Bolton. Tom, what are you using? I'm with the boys at Bolton. Oh, we got two mm-hmm. Bolton's. All right, so I'll provide those links down on, in the description down below for you guys.
1: What, what made you pick? What made you pick the software you use? For me, it was the, the customer experience with with the bolt on. Just the the presentation that the customer sees seems to be the easiest to to navigate is what made me decide. And uh, it integrates with some other stuff of theirs. So I'm using is kind of what made my decision.
3: Having seen having seen a lot of DVIs from Tom Shop, well two or three, um, um it is a, a good presentation. So
2: yeah, a lot of the same reasons for me. Um integration. Um I run Mitchell, so it integrates easy with Mitchell. Um, you know, and it's just you know, I don't know. I, I've seen a few different ones, you know, it's kinda like a point of sale system, right? Which one are you gonna run? You know, a lot of them do a lot of the same stuff. It just depends on, you know. Mitchell happened to be in in the in the business when I bought the business, and I kind of kept things status quo for the time being until I got things on a roll. Uh, we might change down the road, possibly, but um, at, right now everything's working and working well. So,
0: did you guys look at any other DVI systems? Uh, only
2: the ones through the uh, at the um, at the. Um, conventions and stuff. It was kind of cool. They're, they're, they're just, you know, everybody has their own thing. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know, mine's working well. So it just, it's just kind of, I've got other priorities. So it's working right now and it's working well. So uh, if something better and I think it makes more sense and it's uh, becomes a more of a priority then I might think about that. Hmm.
0: So I want to pivot and I want to kind of talk about utilization in a couple different aspects. So one, uh, how, how are you how you're utilizing it with the customers Two, how you're, you're utilizing it with your workflow and three, how you're utilizing it for management of your business. So let's start with um, how you're using it with customers and Glenn, if you want to kind of list off the pros and cons or, or how you guys are implementing it.
4: Sure. Yeah. So we use TechMetric as the software for it. And then there's daily three DVIs that we do. And it's broken up between service advisor and then the technician. So us as a service advisor would do what's called a preliminary check-in. What that is, is taking all the exterior, interior, um, VIN plate, oil change sticker. And then we look up uh, services due by mileage and we input the mileage for the uh, technician that's something that you know we've had meetings about and it takes some of the pressure off the technician when we're doing the report like that Um, and then they go through the whole multi-point inspection and then um, we do whatever service that they're there for they're for here for diagnostic then we have a separate um, inspection for technician diagnostic findings that's at the very uh, bottom of all the inspection reports. And um, you know, pros to it is um, you know, like I was talking before, you know, there's three purposes to DVI, and that's to inform the customer, to educate the customer, and then to sell. And then you know, you might need to do further education. You know, one thing we were talking about different softwares, and one thing that I, as a shop, I wish uh, we would imp- implement back in, but we used AutoVitals before, and those AutoVital links for the inspection report was had education and they would talk about specific components within the vehicle and their importance of it and uh you know I've been I've been talking to Kevin and Lisa about this but I would love to see whether it's one of our technicians like do a little video cuz not only will it be personable too but it would be educational for the customer as well um cuz that's what this is all about it's it's informing the customer so they can make the best decision on their vehicle um uh, some of the cons to it and uh, as a technician I always viewed it like this you know it's time-consuming sometimes, most definitely, and at times customers could feel like you're completely tearing their car apart, and um, you know that's never the intention. It's it's always to make them aware, even if it's a safety item too. Like hey, this is, and so like if they come back, like if we do the oil service and they hey like this is what was going on with the frame at this time when you're here, it was documented. So as a shop, you know that's not really a con. It's more beneficial for us to save ourselves and to say, hey, you had this problem with your car when you brought it in as well. Um, did, oh, go
3: ahead, Dad. Do you feel like the client, uh, the customer on the other end was actually looking at that educational stuff when you had it? Do you think they were actually going there?
4: You, to be honest with you, Cecil, sometimes, no. Some There's some customers out there that – and, and you know, there's a small percentage, I think, in in my opinion – like I think some people just want to know how much their car is going to cost, and I think that's a very, very small percentage that would watch educational videos. Um, I think it's more, it's better when it's face to face when the customer comes in and you pull up the report and you just go through it together, and you know that's more of the educational part is walking it through with them. Okay.
0: Bj, do you want to do you want to hit that next?
2: Yeah. Um. So for us, what we do when they come in, you know, we write the ticket for the customer and we talk to them. They come in for a specific purpose. Let's say they come in, they've got a coolant leak and the car is overheating. We start off with the diag uh, DVI, which is basically taking care of what they initially came in for, the initial complaint. So that might be water pump, radiator, I don't, whatever that is. Okay. And then we let them know when we're writing the ticket that we're going we're gonna to follow up with a digital vehicle inspection of our findings. Um, and then we'll discuss that once they've had an opportunity to look at that. Um, so we do that. And then once we do that, then we, then we follow through with the comprehensive and finalize the inspection. So we find that our sales are much higher if we start off the, with the initial complaint and in diag for that we sell that. Maybe that's a thousand dollars. I don't know, whatever that number is. Then we follow through the comprehensive and then we upsell the rest of stuff. So that's kind of how we handle our process and our, and our average operator is way up um, and sales are way up. So that works pretty well for us. Um, One thing I want to mention is when you do that, you want to be sure that yes, we're, we're fixing your coolant leak, but you don't want to just fix a coolant leak with the front wheel falling off the car, right? That wouldn't be the right thing to do. So you kind of do a Uh, You know, you do the diagonal, and you kind of do a quick visual of safety components and items and make sure we're not, you know, jumping the gun on this. But we do follow through with the quiz. Are you
0: having them approve work through the DVI? What's that? Are you having them approve work through the DVI? Yes.
2: Yeah. So what I do, um, what I do a lot of is, is let's say uh, I just keep using water pump because it's simple, right? Comes in and use a water pump. Uh, and it needs thermostat and whatever. So I'll send the DVI over to them and then I'll follow up. I'll see when they've read it and then I follow through with another text that says, uh, hey, Kent, uh, water pump replacement vehicle is going to be X amount of dollars. That comes with a three or 50,000 mile warranty. We're also are going to replace the thermostat, blah, blah, blah. And I run down the numbers. I itemize the numbers for them and give them the thought would, you know, bring your total to X amount of dollars. Would you like us to proceed with those repairs? And more times than not, they say, yes, please proceed, right? That satisfies the Bureau of Automotive Repair in the state of California uh, for approval on your repair orders. Uh, You have that in your history. It's uploaded to the cloud. You always have access to that stuff, right? Um, And then also when you're doing your revision in your point of sale, you know, you received a text from the customer. So you have all that stuff to back up in the future. But... That coming through with the initial, then finalizing with with the comprehensive inspection, works really good for us. So it gets us, you know, initial kind of a quick look at what we're what they come in for, because really they're anxious about that and really want to know that, you know, what's wrong with my car, why am I leaking coolant. So you're talking about that, but in the meantime, you're letting them know that, you know, there's some other stuff that we've seen, but we'll follow through the comprehensive inspection and we'll talk about that when we get to that point uh you know and it, it just works really well for us. That works great.
0: Nice. And then you've got a paper trail. <laughs>
2: yes, definitely just in case
0: for liabilities. Yes.
3: And and for I want to sure. make this, this clear you're not sending a price with the initial DVI because or even the second DVI when you're not sending them this is what it costs. Yes. With, with the DVI.
2: Yeah. Well when I send the initial say the diag for the water pump job or whatever. I will follow up with a text message to them stating what we need to do, what the costs are going to be for that, what the warranty is and stuff. Would you like us to proceed? They text back, yes, proceed or no, or they call me on the phone.
3: So I'm just making, I just want to make really clear that when you send the DBI out, the money isn't there. They're looking at the DBI, finding out
2: what they need, and then they're going to get a text or a call that says, here's the follow through. Right. right. So I, as soon as I send it, once they click on it, open it, I get a notification that they've looked at the, the inspection. A, either at that point, we get on the phone and we call them and we discuss it with them. If we're really busy, I may throw the stuff in there, especially a regular customer that comes in. Hey, John, I know you're in, you know, a few months ago, whatever, but this is what it is. And it's going to say, oh, yeah, go ahead. You know what I mean? It just just makes it quick. Now, maybe an initial customer that has never been with us and stuff, I might send the, the the inspection over, and then once I've seen that they've looked at it, then I'll call them and go over each item with them. And so do you that, do it. Yeah, you you know.
3: do it. You do it differently depending on the customer relationship. Right. Right. Exactly. Right? And and Tom's shaking his head. So I want to know from Tom and then from Glenn. Do you guys send the price over first, or do you do it differently depending on who you're talking to?
1: I never never send a price first, but I have been experimenting lately. I won't let my advisors do it, but I've been doing it uh, with the same thing that BJ <laughs> just did. I just don't want to create bad habits. You know what I mean? Um, so they always get the ex- inspection with an explanation of what it needs and why. No price is involved because you know that's part of the sales process, right? Is you get customers to agree that they need to do these certain things and understand the benefits before you discuss the price. But I have been following up with the customers. I feel comfortable with, with uh, pricing through text and uh, right. sales percentage has actually been higher than what I expected it to be, but I still haven't tested it enough to where I will turn my advisors loose to do it. Right. Just because I feel like they're going uh, to take the yeah. easy way so out. This is I'm, Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm so this is only world. with like long-term Customers, people you've been working with for years who trust you already.
2: Yeah, I'm in the same boat with with, with Tom yeah. because my guy was on vacation. And so, um, like I said, regular customers that are to come, coming to you and stuff. It's easy. Hey, but, hey, Jim, going to cost you 500 bucks. Want to take care of that. Yeah, go ahead. You already knew they were going to say, yeah, anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? It's exactly. not everybody. But what will happen is you'll send them a text over, uh, your, your DVI over, and you will get people that will text back, what's that going to cost? Mm -hmm. right? So then you can respond back because that's what they want to do. There's some people that really like the technology and don't want to get on the phone. There's some people that do want to get on the phone because they'll look at the DVI and then they'll call you right away. Yeah. You know, so I guess there's a fine line there. And what you want to do is create a good process. So you're not doing things differently all day long. You know what I mean? But we're the owner. So we get to do it differently. I was going to call you a lazy SOB. That's (laughs) where it came from. (laughs) I don't want to be the extra
3: Right. <laughs> My service advisor's here for um, Glenn, right. jump in here. Do you guys send prices out or do you not?
4: Yeah. So we always, we always send the initial, like, let's say somebody comes in for a diagnostic, right? We'll always send them the text message. They'll have to approve it in front of us and then they'll go. And then, you know, always present it with the customer concern first. And then I'll go through the inspection report with them on the phone, Um And I always ask what their method of contact is, but nine times out of 10, I'm always calling them. As soon as they see uh, that I see that they looked at the inspection report, because inside the inspection report is also the estimates. And I just go through the whole thing with them and then uh, have them approve those jobs electronically. And then we go ahead with the repairs.
0: I think just to just to do a recap real quick with everybody, everybody sends the initial inspection and Diag before the price. Yeah,
3: I do. Yes okay and 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 when we're teaching service advisors uh, i think tom said it you know we we want the customer to go yeah i know i need this right i agree with you that i need the shocks the water pump whatever it is before we talk about price because if they make a decision based on price instead of need then i'm not going to sell as well to them we want them to to understand i need this okay yes Okay, here's what it's going to cost. Okay, yes. It's a, it's a better conversation to do it that way.
2: I do that. And also, if I do send a price, uh, you know, I'm confident to send that price. I do also emphasize always the warranty with the job.
3: So you're also selling value at the same time with the, right. with the, right. with the
0: price. Okay.
3: I can't even imagine. I mean, I, I like to talk to customers. I'm, I want that one-on-one so I would still use DBI if I had a today. Obviously, it's the best thing in the world, but I would call and want to have that conversation. And there would be people like, I know Tom, all his people could just text me, you know, because that's the, when I call, it's going to be, okay, what's it going to cost, right? And, and so they could text me and I would just say, okay, go ahead. Um, but, but I like the phone. I love the phone call, being able to talk to the customer. I think it's, it builds
2: value for the customer.
0: So I want to, well, wanna, well oh, there's some ahead, stuff BJ. that
2: just can't be explained on the inspection and you need to talk to them, you know what I mean? And get their confirmation, make them feel good about what, what they're seeing. You know what I mean? Cause some people look at the videos and the, and the DVI and may not really know what they're looking at. They just go, well, it doesn't look good. I don't think, but what is it? You know what <laughs> <I mean>? So,
0: <laughs> so um, I want to get into this next bit or the next part of this question of, of how you're utilizing it or benefiting from like, what, what, what are the changes you've experienced from using it as a workflow and management tool, right? How has it changed your workflow and your management?
2: I think it makes things clearer, right? So when your technician is doing his inspection and doing his synopsis of what's going on with the car, it doesn't break down in the process. Cause you know, when you write, like I write, Right. And you got paper repair orders and stuff or whatever. And they're writing on and you're going in. I can remember this because when I used to work with Cecil years ago in the shop, right, I would look at his his writing and it took me about two years to get used to what I, I knew what he was saying. Right. I'd be like, what, is, what does this say? And then he'd say it. I said, oh, I guess it does look like that. You know. <laughs> yeah, so, I stopped
0: trying. I just told him to type it to me.
2: Yeah. You know, messy. <laughs> you know, it just brings that flow together where you can read what they're saying. You can understand it. You can, you know, you convey but, that to the customer.
3: But it's kind of slowed things down too, because it takes longer to do the inspection with the DVI. At least that's what I'm hearing from Is that true I think found? so,
2: but I, but I think because it slows it down, but also generates more revenue. So, I mean, I think it offsets the time that we're taking on that by bringing in more revenue.
0: That was actually another question I had on my list: is how much time are you guys allocating for DBIs?
3: Glenn, Hi. yeah, all oh, uh, right, Tom, we'll get you next, Glenn.
4: Uh, we allow so there's a couple different ones. So just the regular one that we use every day is about 20 minutes. If someone was doing a PPI, a pre-purchase inspection, or they wanted a general in-depth of of their vehicle, and then those are usually like an hour.
1: Okay, uh, Tom. Yeah, I'm very similar. Uh, I expect my techs to have them done properly at a half hour. Um, so, it, you know, there's if a car comes in with many concerns, we're selling uh, initial diag of an hour that gives you a half hour to do your digital inspection and the last remaining half hour to get us some good notes on what it's in for. But the actual courtesy digital inspection that we don't technically charge customers for, uh, I expect those done in a half hour.
2: Right. I agree with that. And I think we need to be careful that, um, you know, you'll catch your technician spending too much time because they're actually diagnosing rather than just inspecting. And so if that happens, we get them. Hey, you know, uh, we need to sell the diagnostic time.
3: Unless you don't want to get paid. Don't do that. Right.
2: Right.
0: (laughs) So Tom, do you want to get into kind of how you're utilizing it with your workflow and your, and as a management tool?
1: You know, uh, to be honest, we're not actually utilizing it very uh, well as far as a management tool. We're still kind of old school, board on the wall as far as dispatch and stuff, just because it doesn't integrate really well with uh, with my my schedule. Um, we're ironing out some bugs there, but uh, we're, we're right in the middle of experimenting right now to actually use it all the way through to manage the the dispatching process and stuff, which once we iron out a few kinks is going to be super helpful, actually, uh, because we probably spend a half hour of our day writing on a whiteboard, wiping off and rewriting it. So it'll, it'll help once I'm doing it, but I can't sit here and claim that I'm utilizing uh, the technology to its finest at the moment.
0: Nice. Um, and before we have a quick break, I want to ask one more question and get into this. So what are some of the unique benefits that have come from performing DVIs? Things you didn't expect.
2: I don't think there's anything I didn't inspect, uh, uh, expect. I mean, it, it's just I knew it was a great tool. Um, but, I mean, for me, um, it definitely helped our sales, average repair order on our sales, uh, increase our growth sales for sure.
3: Your, your service Obviously. advisor's not a technician. You have someone who's not has not been a technician as a service advisor, no. yet you have a really good average repair order. Tom, I know you're the same. You, your gal at, at AB has not been a technician, yes. and yet you have a really good average repair order. And, yes. and I'm assuming that not only uh, is the training that you've done with your staff uh, a big part of that, but also the DBI and, and the ability to really show the customer what's going on.
2: Yeah, my my manager, he was a spa manager. Um, Did a really great job, very organized and professional, right? Knows knows a little bit about cars, not a lot, but I mean, enough to, you know, do some some basic stuff. So he wasn't completely numb to it, you know. But uh, yeah, so by putting that in place, it really helped him because him also looking at those inspections and the diagnostic stuff or whatever has helped educate him, you know. Uh, which has been really helpful for him, too, as well. But, uh, yeah, it it really uh, kind of brought it full circle for us, and he's doing a great job. He's outstanding in in the service advisor industry right now, so doing a great job.
3: And then, Glenn, you're a technician, or you were, and you moved into service advisor. Do you you find that's a plus or a minus for you?
4: I find that it's most definitely a plus. When I got up there, I had to not really forget, everything that i knew but just i'm the service advisor they are the technician
3: you got to stop being the tech right yeah
4: so i'm not that, that problem. so <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah
4: it is not my job my job is i'm i'm in the in between between the customer and the technician which i find is actually awesome <clears throat> uh, better than being a technician is being that person in the middle
3: some people really love that. And then there's a few that just struggle with that. So you must be one of the ones that love it. So
0: yeah, I do. I do. So Glenn, did you have any unique benefits from using a DVI? Um, Things you didn't expect?
4: As a technician, yes, I absolutely did. And as a service advisor, yes. Uh, when we took on our two BMW techs, they have been properly trained to do it. Um, these reports, like in just the words that they use and everything. And sometimes I don't know. So it's educational for not just the customer, but it's educational for me. And I'll get to go through it together with them. Sometimes if I'm like, Hey, I don't know this. Can you explain it in layman's terms for me? Um, So just watching them do what they do and they do a great job here is, uh, you know, I find that super beneficial for our customers and for myself too. That's cool. Awesome. Things
2: I think one of the cool things I think for uh, for that I find is also being able to recall inspections. So if a customer comes back a month later and says, "Hey, you told me this. You told me that." No, no, I sent you an di- di- inspection. We can pull that inspection up and review that inspection with them, and we can show them, "No, see, here's exactly what was said and what we told you on the digital vehicle inspection, right?" So that's kind of cool. And you could also use it as a tool for um, uh, cust- uh, technicians, right? I said this, I said that, well, let's go take a look, you know? Yeah, the diagnosis <laughs> <You want that laughs> right. diagnosis changing halfway
3: through, right? <laughs> right. It's, not, yeah. it's not a water pump. It's a, it's a head gasket.
1: <laughs> Oops.
0: <laughs> so those of you who are listening or watching, I want to thank you again for joining in. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them down below. We're watching that. We want to have you engage in the conversation as well. Um, If you guys need any help with marketing, why not take a look at the Mars conference that's coming up on July 30th and 31st. Mars stands for Marketing for Auto Repair Shops. We did this at the beginning of 2020. It was a phenomenal event. Tom, you actually spoke at that. Um, Tom went into how he, he... Those of you who don't know Tom, Tom actually has a whole marketing department team for his shops and he utilizes them very well. Uh, I believe you increased your new car count by like 80 a month, right? Or that was the last time. That was last year. I don't know where you're at now, but
1: yeah, uh, we're uh, we're still trending quite well.
0: Yeah. So if you guys want to check that out, I'm going to leave a uh, link down in the description in the comment section. You can you can t- take a look at the Mars conference coming up July 30th and 31st. We've got six presenters there talking on different topics about marketing. Could be strategy, could be SEO, website, geofencing, social media, all the good stuff. Uh visit wearetheinstitutecom forward slash Mars dash conference for that. Let's get back into these questions. <clears throat> so I've already asked the unique benefits. Um how have or how have DVI's helped you improve your marketing, great segue there, to your customer and your customer relationship, if you guys can get into that. And Tom, you can, you can take it away.
1: Yeah. So um, we're always trying to create that wow factor in our shops, right? Like people come to our shops, they expect us to treat them well and fix their car. That's what they expect. So no matter how good your technicians fix their car, that's just you've reached their expectation. So how do you get people to start talking about you is, is a big part of marketing. So uh, digital inspections are still impressive to people. So we have people that uh, within my, I, I'm a big networking guy. So I kind of sit back and I listen when I visit other groups or I'll kind of sit back and listen to other people talk about my shop. Um, that know me and kind of listen to the things that they kind of rattle off for justifications of why they should go see uh, Tom at Shea Tree or Tom at AB Hadley. And uh, more often than not, digital inspections is part of that conversation. So people in my networking group that are out trying to promote my business are quite often talking about how thorough we are and how we send these cool links to your, your, your phone that you can click on and see all the text pictures and notes and stuff. So uh, tying it back to marketing, just having that extra wow factor uh, for people to talk about out and about has been very, very beneficial for me. So.
0: BJ, how are you? How are you? Oh, Lisa, did you want to chime in?
5: Yeah, I kind of hopped in cause I, uh, uh, <laughs> Since I do the marketing for foreign car specialists, and uh, you know, Tom is right. The uh, the wow factor with the customers and the the digital communications um, really helps us out a lot. Uh, it kind of sets us above the the uh, other shops in our area, um, even the above the dealerships. They're doing digital vehicle inspections, but they're they have canned photos of uh, uh, different items on their DBIs that really aren't a picture of my car. Um, So our our customers um, have gotten to be used to um, the digital communications and uh, it really helps us. Uh
3: Oh,
0: we may have lost them. I I think it's interesting. I think
3: in California you would be in trouble if you were using a picture, other than a picture of the customer's car, so I know that there was some bait and switch issues back in the seventies and eighties with uh, you know people spraying shocks or whatever and showing a customer something that wasn't necessarily true and that was a, a, a an issue a problem.
2: So, yeah, I'd be careful of that. I you know we would we would not do that and none of my people wouldn't hopefully never try something yeah. like that. But we take pictures to the front of the vehicle with the license plate and you know the dash and that kind of stuff. So we stay confined to the vehicle that we're inspecting.
0: Yeah, I wanted to chime in uh, because she said dealerships. Uh, my wife's car had a recall. And so I took it in and I let them inspect and they sent me pictures of um, what was broken. And only when I asked for them, they said, you need to fix this and this. It was going to be like $6,000 worth of work. <laughs> So I said, you guys have a DVI? Can you send me photos? And they did. And it was very obvious that nothing was wrong with what they wanted to replace. Or not to the extent. And I called them on it. Ended up taking it over to Tom's shop. And they're like, "Yeah, know, this is fine. <laughs> so uh, it was a great way for me to QC the, the dealership there.
2: I think you want to be on the up and up, right? I mean, that, anybody could do that. They could go show your inspection to anybody. You know what I mean? There's enough legitimate
3: work on the average car that I don't need to go fishing.
2: Yeah, there's 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 more more than you can do. It's just unbelievable. Yeah.
0: So with DVI's, are you guys transitioning it into getting referrals at all?
2: Well, that's funny. I was going to mention that when you talk about marketing and stuff. Part of the marketing is get people talking about you, right? So. Um, <clears throat> I think my referral rate has actually went up since then and people are saying on the, on the, yeah, like on our reviews, the people are referring and leaving reviews saying what a great, great thorough inspection that we did. And they even sent me a video or sent me this or whatever, you know, and they put that in the reviews and stuff, you know, and, uh, I've been tracking my reviews and stuff stuff. And we're doing really well, doing really good with referrals and stuff. And I know Tom does a great job with referral program that and stuff, but I think it really works well towards that and helps, helps, you know, kick that up a notch.
0: I think, I think just getting your, and sorry to butt in Tom. I think it's just getting them into one mode of communication. If you're already texting with them and you send them one, here's the DVI, they approve the work, they get the work done. And then you send them a referral code through the same channel it's easier for them to make sure that that all gets, gets done. I know that, I know that you can actually add in a link to go have them leave a a Google review or a Yelp review. I know broadly does one where it'll pick the most likely place for them to actually leave a review. Right. So if they're, if they're active on Facebook, that's where it will send them. If they're, if they're more active on Google, that's where it will send them.
2: One thing on I mentioned just, just to throw it in there uh, on the DVI. When we send the, the DVI inspection, um, there's also a link in there to click on to sign up for FacePay before they pick their vehicle up. So that's, that's trended our FacePay Oh, stuff nice. Up. So you can send links in there, too. So, yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. Do those who don't – Oh, go ahead.
3: Do any of you do um, – Uh, like follow-up three months later on your DVIs and things that weren't sold? Do you have that in your system? Uh, Do you use your DVI to, to like, say, hey, you know, you were in here three months ago and you needed these things. You didn't do them. Have you had them done? Just, you know, want to make sure. I'm just wondering if you could use your DVI. No, we
2: don't have it through. I don't have it through that. We have it through our Mitchell program, through the recommendations and stuff, where we can send out. Uh, follow up emails and text messages that way. Okay,
1: yeah, mine's the same. We we do follow up, but it's not through the DVI. It's through. Uh, you have to take those recommendations that people didn't buy at the last visit and enter them into our management system. Okay.
2: Which might
5: be kind so. Of ours cool. are picked up. Ours are picked up through uh, Kakui. They're doing our uh, retention. So. Um, who he reads our uh, defined purposes and they'll send out a reminder.
0: Okay. Awesome. Dan, do you have any, question, any, any questions? No, that's, I just wanted
3: to, I know how important it is on the follow-up and how much we've been able to improve, you know, sales in companies. I've got several companies that we work with that we've worked on that and, you know, increased sales by $250,000, $300,000 a year because we're doing that follow-up. I, I know that's really, really important. I know, I've had follow up from Tom's company AC. So you know, we didn't do this last time. Are you, you know, you ready to get this done? Um, yeah. I think it's an important part of of the whole thing.
0: I didn't think about that. It's interesting that you've got face pay in a, like integrated in that workflow there, BJ.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it works really well. I mean, they were asking how are, how are you getting people to sign up, and just, I, I didn't know Jared did this. You know, and then, so they <laughs> called him on talk to him. Hey, how are you getting people to? S- Up Well, I just put a link on my bolt-on, so when I send the inspection over, it says, hey, after you review this video, just click here and you can sign up for FacePay before you come in. And so, some people even call and say, hey, can I pay with a credit card? Yeah, you can if you like, you know, but that's just another option. So, maybe he could change the verbiage a little bit if you'd like to pay, you know, contactless. Yeah. And blah blah blah. But, but it works good. And then you can even if it's a regular customer it's already belongs to FacePay and you know that you can delete the link before you send the the inspection over.
0: Nice. So for those who don't know what FacePay is, they're one of our preferred vendors. Facepay uses kind of acts like an ACH where the customer will set up an account with you and pay through blockchain. So it's very secure, it's very quick. And I know that those transactions happen almost seamlessly. Uh BJ, you can talk more on that. But I want to get back to DVIs. So is there anything else you wanted to add to that, Tom, about how you're utilizing it with your marketing or customer relationships?
1: Uh, no, I mean, I think I, as far as marketing goes, just the word of mouth stuff, you know, just like uh, BJ said, you can look, you can go into your Google My Business dashboard and you can kind of go through and see what the trending words are that people are putting in your reviews and uh, digital inspections is usually one of the higher ranking ones on ours. Uh, uh, cookies actually was one of my highest ranking uh, Google words for mine, <laughs> part of my mar- you know part, part of my marketing, I, I leave cookies in customers' cars when they come to pick them up with a little thank you. So actually my highest trending word was cookies under shade tree, which was kind of funny. But, that is
3: funny, right? <laughs>
1: But then, other than that, it's just uh, building trust and value. That's all. That's all sales is, right? If uh, that's why my average repairer is high. I don't really have a lot of sales techniques or anything. It's just I know cars, and I'm a confident guy, and people trust me. So this digital inspection is just one more level to help your advisors build that value and trust with your customers because they, the customer gets to see it. you know, if you can touch it, see it, feel it, you, you believe it more than just somebody you don't know that well telling you it. So yeah. that's, that's honestly the, the number one reason why I use them is just that uh, that trust and value just goes that little extra bit faster. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: So Tom is a general repair
1: shop and uh, Tom, what's your, what's your ARO right now? I'm uh I'm about 800 out here at the Ogden shop, uh, up from 156 a year and a half ago when I bought it, and then uh, my Shade Tree shop we're trending right close to about a thousand bucks this year.
0: Oh wow! How much would you attribute to the implementation implementation of a DVI? Um, I would
1: say it it was is it was huge here at my you know at the AB Hadley shop that's new. It was you know it was it's it's hard to judge though cuz we make huge changes in all kinds of things so it's this is just one tool you don't get digital inspections and all of a sudden fix your average repair order you uh <laughs> you do all the things we're taught to fix your average repair order and you add digital inspections and it just makes it 10% easier but i would i would say i would assign probably a i would probably assign 10 to 20% especially to a newer advisor you know cuz we often get texts back how much how much is it to do all the reds and yellows you know those are buying questions so it it kind of gives uh, the newer advisor some lower hanging fruit as far as the experienced advisors i don't think it really makes as big of a difference but it really makes a big difference for those uh, the newer ones in my opinion
3: i think the difference is really on the customer side because they can relate to what they're seeing and and um, as glenn said you know a picture's worth a thousand words so um, I think, yes, I, I agree with you, Tom. I think a junior advisor, someone who's not necessarily a technician can really benefit from it. Um, and I think a veteran person that's been a tech for a long time probably gets a little less, but I think it's more on the customer side necessarily than the service advisor side.
5: I think one benefit I wanted to mention um, that we find uh, is helpful with, and BJ kind of touched on it earlier, um, is the, the CYA benefit. Um, we've had you know, new customers that aren't familiar with us who um, have come in um, after their visit and uh, we get the ever since yous. Ever since you did this, blah, 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 blah. And we're able to uh, refer back to our, uh, the DVI and identify, uh, yeah, no, see that, that was like that. See, we have a picture of it and, um, you know, that, that thing was there or whatever it might be. Um, and it allows us to um, really kind of uh, protect ourselves. Um, it also allows us to protect ourselves um, when we find something uh, that is severe, um, and uh, we're able to not only mention it in the repair order, but we're able to document it uh, with pictures that this vehicle is unsafe to drive, and um, you know here here's the proof. Uh, so. You know, it's a little self-protection for the, the shop owners as
3: well. I think documenting what you found, what you saw, has always been really, really important. And I think the DVI yeah, kind of assists us in that because there are pictures, video, whatever we decide to use. And, and the better we document that, the, the more we're protected. And I think as I've watched the industry grow and change over the last you know 35 years, 40 years now, there's more liability today than there's ever been. Um, and I think we really need to do a good job of that. And the DVI kind of automatically helps that happen
2: in my business. It's certainly cool. And it's nice. My whole operation, I'm pretty much, I would say 95% paperless now. So everything is in the cloud. So it's just nice to have everything anywhere you go at your disposal. If you need it, you can click online and you can get it and print it and have it if you need to you know,
3: I'm surprised that there are still shops that haven't kind of jumped on the dvi bandwagon um i don't know what percentage of the industry is using it but it can't be 100 i know that and i, I just if i had a shop today I, I i'd have a dvi there's no way i wouldn't
5: yeah i yeah. mean it, it'll pay for itself within a month's time uh as far as your increased revenue because you're finding work and you're you're validating it to your customer uh, that it needs to be done. Look here, see the picture; it's, it's broken.
3: Um, and there are other benefits it- when your average operator goes up. There are other benefits to the shop uh, in increased productivity and and uh, you know labor margin, etc. So,
2: yeah, well, I think we have a lot of shops out there that are struggling um, because they won't get the help they need. You know, can't find the resources to implement it. You know uh, because they look if everything's looked at right as an expense right not as a return on investment and and stuff but yeah. um you know uh, uh that's why it's nice to help anybody that, that asks for help you know what i mean we can help them and I, I, I've do, got, um, I got three or four shops nearby me and none of them are doing digital inspection
5: yeah i i will give kudos to glenn here he you know he's a different generation than kevin and myself um, Glenn's got this system down Pat he has a, a, a great way of being able to dispatch work and keep an eye on things all right from his computer terminal so um, our productivity definitely uh, has benefited from uh, just being able to manage um, this software system let it let it do the work for you um, we post uh, we have a, a computer terminal a tv up in the shop and the techs can see what their hours are in live time and and how they're doing uh, and it really helps all around
0: wonderful so we're coming up on that time and i want to ask kind of a double question here so one what can other shops expect in implementing dvis into their shops uh, as well as what do you guys think might set apart the leading DVI systems in the future? I Tom, I could
3: to- say oh. something about the future. I would love it to see the ability in the DVI to move the items around and put the the higher priority. Right now, as far as I understand, most DVI's only allow you to go through your inspection how you go through how you built it. And on the sales end, I'd rather say, well, this is red, I want this first, or this is what the customer's concern was, I want this first. BJ's done, he does two calls, two DVIs, one is the customer's concern, one is the rest. And and that's how he's kind of solved that, I need the customer's concern first. So in the DVI, having the ability to go, well, I want this one, number one, this one, number two, and this one, number three, and that's how I want it to appear to my customer. I think would be really beneficial.
2: That would be cool coming out, you know, right when they click on it, look at it, the first top priority and right down the line.
3: Yeah, so I can build it the way that I want to sell it and the way that the customer needs to see it, at least according to myself. That would be great.
0: Uh, BJ or Tom or Glenn? Lisa, Glenn?
4: <laughs> yeah, I would definitely want to order it as well. I mean, I can write the estimates and order it that way. I think as far as, like, workflow of knowing how many hours a particular technician has for work that I've already sold, I would like to see something like that so I can kind of keep track of that a little bit better.
5: Yeah, I think uh, Glenn makes a great point there. Um, You know, you've got your hours on your screen as far as, uh, you know, what the appointment was. But uh, what's sold? And, and if we could get that to fill into the calendar and, um, you know, very similarly to uh, um, the, uh, the calendar that uh, um, they have at a doctor's office, you know, you book an appointment with a doctor and you're going to see him for half an hour because you only need, you know, need this checked out. But if you're there for, a, you know, a, a physical, they block out extra time for the doctor. I, I'd like to be able to block out times for the techs um, and then you can add to them and, yeah. and it help schedule things easier.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Tom, what do you think?
0: What should shops expect and what would you like to see
1: in future DVIs? Well, what shops should expect that are going to first put it implement it is a ton of kickback. Your techs are going to hate it. Um, (laughs) They're going to tell you it's dumb. They're going to half-ass it, so it's not going to work quite right. So you're just going to have to you're just going to have to show them what's in it for them. You know, so from the management side, you've just got to you've just got to know that hey, if we can get our average repair order up, this is what it means to you, Mr. Technician. So go out there and do a really good inspection digitally. And then I promise if you do that, I will do this. And then it all works out. But it you'll get, you know, three to six months of pretty good kickback on it, but it's worth it. So just do it. And then other than that, uh, you know, there's gonna be it's it's always an improvement. I'm I'm changing mine up. You know, every few months I'm making little tweaks and changing our process a little bit. So it'll cost, it'll cost time up front. Like it's definitely going to take more time for the technician to do a good digital inspection, especially up front, but in theory, you will sell that technician more hours and then it all be a wash. So just be prepared for that kickback, but it's, it's worth it. You have to do it. So you might as well get it over with now. You're going to have to do it either now or listen
0: later. Listen in, listen in Tex. listen in Tex. <laughs> You're going to make more money.
1: Yeah, you definitely <laughs> BJ, will. I think BJ, everything, what, what, that these guys have, uh,
2: everything that these guys have said, definitely I have to do to all that. Uh, one thing I, I would say that if you're going to implement DVIs, be sure you have the rest of the technology in place. Because if you have a, you take a video and it won't upload, and you're standing there for 10 minutes and it's just going spinning around, right? There's nothing more oh, frustrating yeah. than that, right? Oh, so make sure you have, that. right? Make sure you got those bases covered, and make sure you got the infrastructure in place to handle it. it makes Good a big difference.
0: Things. Awesome. well, you know one thing I'd like to see. Is this process gamified so that customers can earn points as they interact with the DBIs, Just as like a progression thing. Anyways. I'd
2: like to just <laughs> every time I click, I make a dollar. Yeah, there you I'm go. Well, <laughs> you do. Now I'll you do. S- right? I'll just sit there and uh, just keep. Click, click.
0: Damn thing. Awesome.
3: <laughs> he'll hire 10 people to just click is what he'll do. Yeah.
0: So we're gonna we're gonna end it out thank you tom thank you bj glenn lisa for being a part of this podcast if you guys want to check out more leading edge content you can click the link down below also remember to like share and follow for more content we're always posting new content next tuning in and being a part of this podcast group thank you very much and we will see you guys next time
3: bye guys bye guys thanks